Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Mind Performance Health Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pritchett, and today I'm joined with one of our super coaches at Mind Performance Health, Mr. Jordan Graham. How are you today, Jordan? Good, Michael. How are you going? I am very, very good considering all things considered with uh, the COVID situation as we are all locked down in Sydney as of July right now. And um, Unfortunately, we can't have everyone in here and doing what we love and doing what we do, which is um, you know helping people, self-betterment, getting results, helping with their body composition, performance as well. Um, but all things considered, at this time, you've got to do what you can. And I know you're doing a good job doing what you can with your clients and keeping uh, them on track during this time too. And mate, I can tell too that you've, uh, you're keeping them on track, but you've got a bit of scrub on your beard coming to play as the caveman yeah. comes out. Yes, yes. Barbers are shut. <laughs> Now, um, in today's episode, uh, we thought it would be a good idea for our listeners, and um, you actually prompted this idea to me, was to have a chat about aspiring trainers, um, basically, that are coming out of university or completing their certification with personal training, and that transition into the field, what that looks like, attitude versus aptitude, which we all touch on, and basically, mate, just um, touching on your story, as uh, we came to fruition as a team and you coming onto the team and uh, giving your experience that way as well. So I thought what a fitting time it would be during this lockdown to provide um, some value towards aspiring trainers out there and also some inspiration as well. So let's get into it, mate. Basically, um, we're going to kick off things and uh, I want you to just start with basically an introduction of yourself and why you got into the industry and covering the certifications, the bachelor degree you've done on why you chose to do those. So let's start just um, with covering those topics, mate. Yep, so um, I was always very sporty growing up, loved my exercise, loved running around. Um, going through school, getting into year 12, saw the uni courses and saw sport and exercise science. So straight away that piqued my interest. I was like, huh, I can study sport and exercise. Um, then, so yeah, pursued that, got into university for that. Um, very different to what I thought it would be. So to be honest, I didn't really have an expectation how it would be, but when I started, it was like, well, this is actually really full on. Um, yeah, it just felt natural to be studying something I was so passionate about. And then throughout my time at uni, my beliefs on things and my outlook on everything changed. I thought I would go in, do my three years of the degree and then just walk straight into a job. And most people at university think that. Um, but once I started getting some real world experience and looking for opportunities, I discovered, hold on, A, it's very competitive and B, having that piece of paper is not going to get you a good job that you love. You have to work on the outside of that. Mm. Um, which then led me to looking, obviously, for the opportunities. So I did an internship with Paddle Australia got to experience being in and around Olympic athletes. Um, at the time, I was very much, yeah, I'd love to work with athletes. That's what I want to do. Um, after doing that for a bit, I enjoyed it, but I thought, you know what? This isn't exactly what I thought it would be. Um, so it made me open my mind up to other opportunities. Um, took on a TAFE course whilst I was doing my uni just to upskill further because one thing I learned was you want to be looking, again, for the opportunities to learn, to grow, to trial different areas. So I was doing the uni, the TAFE, the internship. Um, one day on Facebook, Chris from Strive Fitness put out a thing looking for a new boot camp trainer. And I thought, you know what, again, boot camps is not what I want to do for the rest of my life, but 
I'll jump into that. Um, bit of extra pocket money while I'm studying. Good opportunity to be in and around people. And yeah, met you through that. Yeah, and uh, we'll cover how we met in a second, got things going. But let's peel that back a little bit as well. I mean, now university-wise, we touched, we covered and you said there that you went to university. What exactly did you do at university? What degree did you go through? So I did a Bachelor of Health Science, majoring in sport and exercise. Fantastic. And, and um, with, with going into that too, Jordan, um, uh, what was it about that degree that – was it the fact that you solely wanted to work with athletes, hence why that's why you joined that – like wanted to complete that degree? Is that why? Um, partially. Partially. So for me, I wanted to work with athletes, but it was mainly the fact that I could study in sport and exercise. It just something that piqued my interest, really. I kind of went in with an attitude like, all right, I'll go in. I want to work with athletes, but ultimately I'll work it out as I go. Mm, okay. Yeah, so it's more so you, you felt that you wanted to learn more about the skills, learn more about the environment of what it takes to do the coaching and sense like that yeah. and the knowledge that comes around with that. Yeah. Um, now, when we look at the experience of uni, fill me and just talk, touch on the experience there of, of what it was like in terms of what were your biggest takeaways that, that you found that have helped you uh, develop into the coach you are now? Yeah, so a few takeaways. Um, one was you can be really good in the classroom. You can understand everything. You can read the books, which is all well and good. Um, but you need to be able to apply it and communicate with people as well, especially in our degree. You're working uh, in our field, sorry. Mm. You're working with other people. So I saw a lot of people at uni who were really good on that side, but then might have struggled a little bit on the teamwork or the communication so my takeaway from that was, okay, I can understand all this, but I need to be able to work with people and communicate and just be down to earth. Yeah, which I totally agree. And that's one thing I know I drill into the team here and keep saying, what do I keep saying? Attitude is everything. Aptitude yeah. can be taught. The skills can be taught. But the attitude at the end of the day is going to be what executes and gives the most value towards with our clients. Yeah. Um, now... And that's one thing that that presented to myself. Like, like we'll get into the story of how how we started, um, and uh, you came across onto the team. And what what happened was Jordan basically. Uh, I was running before we had this studio here, before we had the uh, MPH facility at Rouse Hill. Um, I was running one on one basically from a private gym, as uh, Jordan alluded to there, Stripe Fitness. And uh, I saw this young gentleman, he comes on in, he's doing these boot camps, you know, he's strapping, he's a little bit small in the arms, but it's all right, he's doing his thing, you know, not a threat, not a threat. And then, uh, but all jokes aside, uh, I noticed his attitude, his attitude was very good, he's into the sessions, very polite, very communicative with the clients that was around. Um, you know, you were into the sessions. Uh, I was noticing out the corner of my eye uh, how you were executing those sessions with the clients and I could tell the value they were getting, you know. Um, and then what prompted, and you can say how this came around, uh, what was the next step, basically, how we made contact? Well, me and Michael had brushed um, past a few times, like maybe he was training someone in the room, I'd run the boot camp, so I'd say, hey, mate, can I sit up around you? That was kind of our first conversation. We said, yep, all good. Um, later on that day, I actually went up to him because I knew a bit about who he was and just said, hey, mate, like, um, introduced myself. Um, can we sit down for a chat one day? Just because I was looking for a bit of mentorship in how to ha start a career and have a successful career. Uh, Michael was actually busy at the time with a client. So he said, give me a number and I'll get back to you. 
Uh, a couple of days later, we got maybe 30 seconds into the conversation. He said, look, I'll cut to the chase. I'm looking for a coach. And then that prompted us to meet at Starbucks a couple of days after that to talk about me working with you. Um, so I went in looking for advice and I came out with a job. <laughs> <laughs> came out one better. Yeah. But that's it. And like I said, for myself, attitude's everything. You know, you can, you can work off that and the skills and that can be developed over time. And like I said, it was credit to your job, mate, what you were doing. Uh, with the clients that I saw as well, because I'm always on the lookout uh, that way. So it was a funny conversation. It was a sit-down. Jordan had no idea. I had all the idea in the world what I was going <laughs> to offer. And then uh, he sat down thinking we were going to talk shop, but instead I, I put an offer for a job, <laughs> which has worked out quite well. Um, but, mate, I want to touch on that. And, and, look, from your experience now, I mean, um, you've been with myself uh, for a little while now working, uh, doing a great job with the clients that we have coming through the facility and even before that where we were at the, the private gym um, previously before starting our studio here. Um, attitude, like attitude really is everything. You know, I, I, I've seen it time and time again and like you said, you can. it's all good to uh, get into the books and read things but executing knowledge is totally different to just knowing knowledge. You know, and I think uh, once again, that's something that needs to be said for everyone coming out of these certifications, for everyone coming out of these uh, degrees as well. Um, and let's just touch on attitude. Exactly what does that look like? Like if you're going to, and I wouldn't be asking you this if I didn't think you had a great attitude, Jordan. So um, what does that look like to you? How do you implement that with your clients? Yeah, so um, first of all, it's just an interest in who's in front of you. Um, I think a lot of people make the mistake of going through the motions. Like, okay, I know all this. I just go through the motions, do this, 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 done. Um, you've got to realise everyone's different. Everyone has their own story. So me personally, I like to sit down with whoever's in front of me. It's like, okay, this is this person. Get to know them first and then make their goals and their journey my own, in mm. a sense. Make it personal. So if they don't reach what they're looking to reach, then that's a personal thing I take on. If they are successful and they're happy, then I'm happy. Mm. Yeah, you're invested basically in their success because yeah. you know yeah. their success is going to lead to your own success. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. Which is a fantastic way of working around. And look, communication... Um, the way you present yourself, being into the sessions, that's all ways we give value um, in helping the clients achieve their results and also helping them stay consistent in the long term and be a part of uh, your mission with what you're doing as well. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing to look at, especially with coming out of all these degrees and certifications. There's so much information out there, but not enough guidance. And that's just where it needs to be um, dissociated and also be aware of is that, you know, you've got a job to do. It's not about what you know, it's how you implement that with who's in front of you. And everyone has different values, what they're coming in for. Um, now, what would you say, like, with the landscape of how you've done everything with university, and I know uh, here we hold a big value with knowledge and that as well. Um, if you've got a bit of uh, guidance to other trainers or, or others coming out of their Bachelor Exercise Science Sports or whatever degree it may be to implement in the field, what would be your advice to them right now um, to get their head start? Because you said it was hard, like you finished the degree and it was hard looking for something. What was the next step, you know what I mean? And um, you touched on it there, but you said your attitude, you know, you saw a boot camp job came up and you're like yeah you know what I'm not going to do this forever but it may be a ticket in and look at the end of the day it led us 
down this road, we're having a talk, sitting next to each other, you're part of the team because of it. Mm. So you obviously saw an opportunity. Um, what would be your advice to, to those aspiring trainers, yeah. coaches that are looking to get out of the field into, um, into the trenches? Uh, my advice would be to be proactive. So again, don't sit through your degree or your certification or whatever you're doing at the time and think, okay, I'm gonna get through this and then I'm gonna look for a job. Uh, start looking for opportunities now. So I recommend internships are really good mentors so for example yourself mick or just anyone who has done something um also look for extra ways to upskill so for example we're in a lockdown at the moment um purchase a mini course online learn something start studying people who are at the top of the game what do they do um just always look for opportunities to upskill keep yourself busy you don't want a lot of dead time because it's a especially our industry it's a very 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 popular industry Mm. um what sets you apart from everyone else yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Once again, proactive and you create those opportunities. You don't just wait. Don't finish Don't finish, and then just wait. And yeah. I think that's going to... Yep, what are you going to say? Yep, to add on to that, I think everything's an opportunity to learn. So coming back to that boot camp point, yeah, like it was just a boot camp three, four times a week with a group of people who just wanted to move around. Um, in the grand scheme of things, it's not, again, where I want, what I wanted to do, but I feel like I've taken lessons out of that. Um, maybe not so much with the fury side of how things work, but it's like, okay, I'm interacting with people. I'm learning how to interact with people in a sense. Okay, so I've got a group of people. Some people respond to this, some people respond to that. So that helped my coaching style. Mm. So just look for opportunities to learn where most people won't see it. Yeah, yep, yep. So taking the best out of every situation and, and getting something to take away, correct? Correct, yep. yeah. Yeah, good. And that's how you build up a toolkit. And that's that's essentially what we want to build up, no different than any other trade at the end of the day. Jordan, I'm curious, what, what, what standard are you trying to get to? Ah, uh, the top. The top. And what is the top? The, well, I don't really like to put a ceiling on it. I guess you look at, <laughs> you look at the uh, top people in the industry at the moment. So say yourself, Mark, in Melbourne, um, they might be leading it. You guys might be leading it now, but that doesn't mean I aim for that level and then stop. I'll look to get to your level and then surpass good. and then keep raising it. Good, good, good. No, that's exactly how the industry moves forward. I mean, if, if everyone was staying the same and not innovating, what we're talking about there is innovating and, and raising the standard. Yeah. Um, I mean, the industry would just stand still and that's the aim of the game. We all want to uh, you know, we all want a healthy environment where we all can grow and push forward. Hence why that's part of our culture co code here as well yeah. um, that we implement. And look, I think it's in, in our industry too with coaching specifically um, and uh, there's the opportunities in that you've got to find them and you need to, to do the right steps to find them. Uh, but it's very easy to get into the wrong culture or get into the wrong place will impact that value because you're like you said there you're trying to raise your standard which is fantastic you value growth progress you know with your career with your with yep. your what you're doing um but you know what happens out of university you know, that, it, it, or whatever certification sometimes it's a dead end because you're not in the right spot or you don't put yourself in the right spot you know yep. people don't value the um continual progress of keeping it moving because it ha it's a continuous thing if you want to go to that standard you've got to keep getting better you yep. know and i think that's a good part what you said there it's like you're chasing your own standard correct yep. it's like you you're chasing that thing you're going to be in a few years time and in the 10 years time which is how you continue progress which is a good value that all coaches have yep. um, that get to that next level you know that make this a proper fulfilled career um so when when uh like you came through uni 
you're now starting with what we're doing here, right? And you're combining the skills, combining the knowledge, right? And uh, I know a lot of uh, your friends, which prompted this chat, was like they wanted to understand uh, like your story of how you were able to get into a career and uh, kind of make it a full-time kind of gig. Um, what sets you apart from them, Jordan? Um, I think going back, I'm very, very active. So, again, I don't know exactly what my career would look like. When I started my degree, I didn't envision myself doing this now. I envisioned probably myself, okay, working with top athletes in the organisation, keeping an open mind and, again, looking for those opportunities. So it's like, okay, I don't know exactly what I it's going to look like for me at the moment, but I'm going to take as many opportunities as I can, experience different things, and then I can make a decision based on that. Yeah, good. Yep. Yeah, like you said, taking away a few little things and learning in the, in the long run, um, which is how you're going to build to that level. And I'll add to that, um, pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I good. Think, I think a mistake a lot of people make, like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable doing this. Like, for example, a boot camp, um, some people might be like, okay, I don't really feel comfortable working with a big group of people. Mm. I think that for people like that would be an opportunity like, okay, I'm not comfortable with this, but I'm going to do it and I could learn and grow from it. Mm. That's, I think, what set me apart and is the reason why I've been able to do what mm. I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. And let's just touch on the environment as well. Yep. And I'm curious for your input on this is um, like we have a very specific environment that we have here that I try to instill a culture, a standard uh, yep. Like I, I keep drilling in. Um, what is it about this environment, do you believe, that helps you as a trainer and coach? Well, it's, well, it's not just me. And there's no one in this environment who's doing the minimum. Uh, yourself, Casey, Dana, we're all trying to do the maximum or trying to be better. So one way of looking at it is if I don't keep raising my standard, I'm going to get left behind. Um, we all raise each other, we all challenge each other, there's healthy competition, but we all help each other as well. If I don't understand something, I'll consult you, uh, my co-workers, that's the same with Dana, Casey, we all, and you know yourself, Mick, we come to you, I call you maybe two, three times a day, yeah. asking yep. questions or yep. saying, I've got this situation, what do you think? Um, so pretty much, yeah, the mentorship, the guidance, the fellowship, um, we all just want to see each other see, be successful, and the more successful you are, the more successful Dana and Casey are, the more successful I'll be. Correct, yeah. And look, that's a big part of the culture that we infuse, you know. Ask better questions, always. Like, A players, at the end of the day, want to be tracked, they want to be measured, they want to be tested because, they, like you said, you don't like staying comfortable and right. I'm the same. We want to be tracked, measured um, to make sure we can go in the right, right standard that we're trying to achieve, yeah. you know. And if you put yourself in that right environment and you're right, that right type of person, I mean, some people won't, won't live up to this culture. You know what I mean? Which is fine. They're just suited elsewhere, you know. But that's um, in the coaching industry. It's not. I believe it's not somewhere you can. If you want to go to that next level as a coach, you can't. You can't slack off. It, it, you're going to be found out. Yeah. You know. Um, you will be found out, and you'll be found out in different ways. And that's not the culture like we have here. It's. It's. We want to reject average. We want to uh, level up our standard. We want to move on. And, and that's hence why I thought this was a great chat, mate, because um, I believe that you instill that culture, you know, that you have the potential to go, and not just the potential, because potential doesn't mean anything, but you have the execution there as well behind it, which is the, mo which is the most important part, to go to that next standard and grow, you know, because it's a long-term game. It really is a long-term game of uh, professional and personal uh, self-development. You know, so um, 
like moving forward, and if we look at the vision, because I know you're, you're a part with the vision and the values uh, which we have here, you know, um, but what does success look like to you in this coaching industry, Jordan? Like what, what is the, the coaching success at the end of the day that Jordan wants to achieve? Well, there's a few layers to that. I think, A, I want success is measured um, in the impact you have. So I want to look back and say, okay, I've had an impact on people's lives. I've made people's lives better. Uh, so that's one thing. And then obviously I want to create a lifestyle for myself that I enjoy. So I enjoy coaching. If I can have a long, successful career doing this, then I've lived a happy life because I'm doing what I love for a job. Fantastic. Yep. Very good, mate. Very, very good. And uh, look, we're going to have, uh, I just want to give some takeaways, like I said, because at the end of the day, uh, like especially for any trainers out there that are listening or if, if they feel that they're, they're a bit in a rut and that as well, or those that come out of university, I want you to give some value and your insights on the value because I think it's important. I do think you have uh, some insights to give on this. Yep. Um, when starting off, what's the best thing Say you're learning your skills, you still got time to learn your skills. What's the best thing to implement straight away to uh, create raving fans with your clients? Well, I think there's no real one best thing, to be honest. I think it's okay, um, again, giving that value because you're not going to have raving fans if you're doing a half job or slacking. Uh, Over-deliver, definitely. Go above and beyond. Just all these things coming back to the same point. And then on the outside of that, you don't want to just be doing it while the eyes are on you. You want to be working hard off, like outside of the sessions as well. So you know yourself, Michael, outside of these sessions, there's a lot of work that goes into raising the standard to make the sessions better and make the whole experience better. Correct. And, and look, that once again, I'm coming back down to it's just attitude. That's what needs to be implemented. But let's give some proper takeaways as well. Let's say, okay, outside the sessions, what are some things we can do outside the sessions to give more value to our clients? Checking in. Checking in. And it's simple text messages. Like, a, yep. like, like I always say, like it's all good to have a fancy plan on paper, but at the end of the day, you've got to meet the, the needs of your clients. So checking in, being supportive, professionalism, yeah. you know, uh, making sure that you are there for, for them. And that's what they remember at the end of the day, huh. you know. And I think that's the biggest thing, like coming out of these certifications, of, of these degrees with, with attitude of I'm going to do the best I can at this time you always get better and better and you keep delivering better but if you just go always the best you can to make sure you can help this client i think you'll always succeed from the offset do you agree yeah 100 yeah. yeah i always think that's going to be make the the biggest impact um uh, that way and being a, a team player and being a part of um like you said you're very much invested in the client's success you're very much invested in their journey um you know and and at the end of the day you, you get to make some cool friends uh, oh, yeah. with them as well you know I mean I think there's always a professional relationship that needs to be set but um, it's a great industry where we do get a chance to make a, a big impact on people's lives yeah. and for a change for the better and um, look I think I love what you said before that your standard wants to come up and up and up um, because that's what the industry needs unfortunately in our industry the standards I'd say uh, subpar of where it can be and yeah. it's our mission basically to make sure we can raise that up over time you know, because that's the way you have a long-term fulfilled career in this game. Yeah. You know? So, Jordan, uh, today I really appreciate for sitting down with myself. Uh, I know we're all busy as a team during this lockdown time. We've, um, 
uh, been getting after it, trying to develop new systems, help our clients come up with uh, ways that we can be better once all this is over. Um, and I know you've been very, I'm very proud with what you've done. Is very busy, and I'm very proud with what you've done during this time. You've you've arised to the occasion, and that's what a good coach does. When it when times are hard, uh, you rise up to the occasion, you level up, and um, uh, be there for those that need it. So I'm very proud with how you've executed that. But I want you to give some final thoughts. And like I said, aspiring train trainers, coaches, those are coming out of university. Um, just some quick uh, summary or final takeaway for them to have the most fulfilled career. What would be your advice? Yep, so my advice, again, look for the opportunities, be active, and I think definitely set goals for what you want to achieve, but then think on the flip side as well. Like, okay, here's what I want to achieve. This is what my life will look like if I do this. But think the other way. What will my life be like if I don't do this, if I don't put in the hard yards now, if I don't not so much do this course, but if I don't go looking for opportunities to grow, if I don't look at what people are doing who are successful in this game, like if you're working retail, for example, if I don't do this, you'll probably, will I be in retail for the rest of my life? I've had a conversation with a couple of people like, oh, I'm not happy with my job at the moment. I want to be doing this, but I'm finding it hard to get motivated to mm. do my study or to go out and look for the opportunities. And my thing to them is, okay, well, if you don't, you're going to be working retail for the rest of your life. Do you want to do that? start thinking that way because then it's like, well, no, I don't. And then you kind of scare yourself into like, hey, this is where I want to be. This is what I have to do. If I don't do this, I'm not going to love my life. Mm. Do you want to live a life that you're happy with or do you want to just be yeah. doing the norm? Yeah. Well, that's how you change. There needs to be leverage. Leverage is pain. So if, you, if you're afraid of how, what it's going to look like in the future, and I say this, I use this with clients with their body composition or any performance markers, but there needs to be leverage um, to change, you know, so you need to look in the future and be like, oh, I'm not happy with what I'll end up like, you yeah. know, and then that's how that gives you motivation. That's your why at yeah. the end of the day. So, Matt, I, I, I really uh, am grateful for you sitting down. Like I said, I know you're busy with your clients as well. You're doing a great job and uh, very happy to have you a part of the team doing your thing. And like I said, very proud with how you've conducted yourself as a coach. And uh, I'm very happy that we had this chat as well to run through because I believe it's good value to give to aspiring trainers that are getting their foot through the door uh, to start doing their thing and uh, hopefully in line with their passion of making a better impact and raising the standard of this industry. So thanks for coming in today, Jordan. So to su sum it up, guys, uh, please uh, uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to this podcast as well at the My Performance, Mind Performance Health Podcast. Uh, you can check out our website, www.mindperformancehealth.com.au, Instagram and Facebook, Mind Performance Health. I'm your host, Michael Pritchett, joined with Jordan Graham today. Like I said, we're a little bit more, uh, got a little bit more facial hair, more caveman-like due to the lockdown situation, but uh, primal. primal, very much primal, but getting it done nonetheless. So thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you have a great time. Stay healthy, stay safe, eat for performance and train hard. Thank you.